dozen roses, glass of wine, slippers and PJs, feeling fine. Advice is nice. It's advice by the fireplace. With Dan, Lila, Karen. <clears throat> CJLO, sixteen ninety. Welcome back to another episode. Of advice huh. by the fireplace. Well, feels good to be back, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it does. My name is Dan Lila. Hi, Daniel Karen for short. But for the next uh, for the next hour, excuse me, <laughs> I'm flustered. It's so weird to be back. I'm Dan Lila. We're in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. And we are here to answer some advice questions. Some wonderful advice questions are going to be answered tonight. Some beautiful people are going to get their hearts healed. Heal! Some horses are going to sit down. They're going to have a nice big seat. They got big butts. (laughs) Okay, this is the first episode in a long time. And you know what? Let's start it out right. We have an incredible guest who's going to come, not right now, but soon. An incredible comedian from Montreal. Just had a hit show at Just for Laughs. He's going to be here in just a moment. But first, let me describe what this show is. This is a nice, quiet, calm space, okay? This is a place for you. No matter who you are. No matter your age. Your size, your shape, your skin color, no matter your gender identity, you are welcome here. It doesn't matter that you have something in your teeth and that your hair looks weird today. So what? We all look weird here. Get cozy by the fire. And you know what? When you take a swig of that hot cocoa with a little brandy in it, Swish it around in your mouth for a while. Try to get that that thing loose from your teeth. I'm alone in the studio right now. We haven't been here in a long time. And I've never been here alone. (laughs) Hello, 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 hello. Feels nice to say hello four times. Oh, it sounds like an echo. Oh, that's funny. Anyway... We started this show a long time ago. I think October 2019. We ended the show in March 2020. Haven't been back since. Sure, we did a few shows on Zoom. Nah, who needs them? 
Not me. CJ Lo does not approve of these <laughs> episodes. We effed and jeffed. We said some very dirty things. It was on the wild west of the internet, but not anymore. We're here at CJLO 1690 AM. Mm, boy. A lot has happened since we were in the studio last. A lot has happened to you, I'm sure. Hellos. Goodbyes. Oh, you agains. Is that who I think it is, is? And you know I love talking to our lovely listeners. But before we move on, I'd like to talk about something profound that happened to me during the break, okay? If you'll permit me. I have my permission slip right here. My papa signed it. I, since we last spoke, I'll admit it, I said goodbye to someone. (laughs) I went through a heartbreak. Ouch. A real Fauci (laughs) ouchie. Needle straight to the heart. That's what that was. She ended things. She did. It was hard for both of us. Uh, More for me, though. (laughs) No, no. It's hard for everyone. I've been crying. Hey. What can I say? I'm a crier. I've been crying. I am. So sue me. I'm a crier. So sue me. (laughs) Honestly, if you did sue me, I'd get served papers, probably start crying. I do. I cry. Oh. Oh, I'm not supposed to cry? Yeah. Well, thanks, society. Uh, But I got two words for you. Okay? Who and boo. And not in that order. All right? Yeah, I cry. You bet I do. I cry sometimes, and the tears, they drop onto my shirt, and they make little wet spots. Also, obviously, my nose is running. I'm crying so much, so that drips onto my shirt, too. These little spots all over. Plus, there's the drool. You know, I drool when I cry. I really give it my all. So now my shirt's soaked, you know? Because now there's little spots of drool and tears and snot and blood staining all my shirts, you know. Oh, my nipple's bleeding. Did I mention that? Part of the reason why I'm crying, frankly. Frank, Frank Lee, also my friend. Well, ex-friend. Very rude to me. Mr. Lee, also why I'm crying. Makes me cry when he's so rude. But it ended. Yep. The relationship ended. I started going back. I started thinking about the start of our relationship, and I'll tell you, it started out great. (laughs) Our first date was incredible. We had a picnic in the park. Cheese, fruit. A couple of squirrels walked up to us. We fed them. It was a wonderful, wonderful moment. Then we went for a drink at Flusher's, a local bar. We had a couple cocktails, sang at the jukebox. (laughs) couple of squirrels walked up to us, I remember. That was weird. Was the door open? Maybe there's pretzels on the ground. I think they're getting the pretzels. Anyway, we ended up hitting it off. We went back to my place. We were talking. Laughing. Exploring each other's uh, bodies. (laughs) 
Right in the middle, weirdly, a couple of squirrels walked up to us in in my bedroom. Startled her, she screamed, ran out of the room. We ended up seeing each other after that, but I'll never forget. I never did see those squirrels. Ever again. (laughs) Or any squirrels, actually. Went to the doctor. Told me I have uh, squirrel blindness. Me and Brad Pitt. It's not the only thing we have in common. We're also divorced. <laughs> yep, we were together for a while. Me and me and the woman. I'll, I'll keep her name out of the tabloids for her privacy. But it's hard to come by, you know, that special person. The person who makes you feel whole. Who makes everything work it. <laughs> I meant worth it. But yeah, she worked it. She put, she put her thing down, flipped it. She never did reverse it, though. And I never understood why. She was an interesting woman, you know? She was a real go-getter. In that, she made me go get her stuff. Like her phone, her bag from the other room. We used to cuddle up on the couch together, watching Real Housewives of Scrunt Lake. She liked me. She did. We laughed. We kissed. She thought I was, as my old nan from Sussex would say, a wee bit of fun. (laughs) But you know what I felt? I felt love. L-O-V, I think an E. Real, genuine, honest to Pete, jumpin' Jeremy, uh, hog-timey, treat-me-wrong, sick, stanky love. That's what I felt. I gave her my heart, you know. I put it in my hand, I dusted off my palm, I, I offered it to her, and she said, Ew. I don't want that. Take it back. And also, can we get free drinks or something? The service is crazy. We've been waiting like 20 minutes. We were at a restaurant. That was... But that was that. Nowhere for my heart to go, but back into my silly little chest. <laughs> my pancreas was like, oh no, I liked the leg room, you know? But things get better. They do. They just do. Who knows better than me, Dan Lila? That we all experience heartbreak. Happens to all of us. I get thousands of letters every day, literally thousands, concerning these affairs of the heart. And I'm going to say to myself what I say to you, my beautiful listeners. And I'm taking out a little compact mirror, opening it up, looking at one of my eyes, the good one. I'm going to say this. You'll get through it, me. You will find love again. It's out there. And never stop putting your heart out there. No matter matter how many times it breaks... How many times somebody chews it up, spits it out, stomps on it like an old oil baron stomps on his hat? Keep trying. Put yourself out there. It's worth it. Believe me. Why? Because I'm not only the founder of this advice... I'm also 
its top client. Okay. CJLO 1690. We have an incredible guest coming up in just a moment. I am going to play some ads. And we are going to be back with our incredible guest here in the new revamped, retuned. It's the same show, basically. It's just been a year and a half. Almost two. More? I don't know. I'm so excited to bring him on. So I'm going to start these ads. And we are going to be right back um, with advice by the fireplace. It feels so great to be back. If you're listening, thank you. Uh, We hope you have a wonderful break. Enjoy these ads. They're great. They're solid ads. And we will see you right after this. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. to hear Mapping Montreal Music, a new original audio documentary series produced by CJLO 1690 AM. Thanks to funding generously provided by the Community Radio Fund of Canada. Explore Montreal's rich and unique music scene, one neighborhood at a time. That's Mapping Montreal Music, Fridays at 4 p.m., only on CGLO 1690 AM and CGLO.com. to the readers of Cult MTL for rating CGLO 1690 AM the number one best radio station in 2022. Keep listening to CGLO 1690 AM for the best in music, programming, and more. Listen online at CGLO.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Man, Thursdays can be such a drag. So close to the weekend, yet so far. Ah! Oh! But what's this? A shining light in the middle of the afternoon? And what's that? I, I hear it playing rock? An alternative? And punk? And even, even ska? And this is going to get me through the rest of my day. It's a working title. A working and we're title. here to tell you cool facts, facts, and facts and stories. Whoa, a celestial being? Where is this promo going? We don't even know where our show is going. Our show is going. Working title, every other Thursday at 3 p.m. with Danny and Cleo on CGLO 1690 AM. CJLO 1690. Welcome back. Is there somebody on the line right now? No, there isn't. Folks, this is the new and improved um, show where I have to call people on the phone, which is... Oh, is that them? Let's see how this goes. Oh. Hmm. Was that fun for the radio? Oh, my gosh. We're having some situations here. Somebody's calling me. I don't know who. This is difficult, folks. I'm sorry. This is, uh, look, it's all a fun bit. This was all planned. I thought maybe I tried calling. 
couldn't hear the wonderful guest on the phone. And then I think they called back. Uh, and then we couldn't hear them as well. So you know what? Should I try calling them one more time? Let's do it right now. It's, uh, I'm not going to say his number out on the air for all of our listeners. But I want to. It's a good number. Great, honestly, great symmetry. Sorry, folks, if that was irritating to hear. Personally, I like when... I love hearing disparate (laughs) uh, phone ringing. Let's see how this is going to go. Mike, are you there? Yes, I am here. I'm very here. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry about that before. (laughs) It's okay. It happens. It sure does. Sometimes, telecommunications, we forget our satellite fuel. So, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Rely on them? No, not me. You know, this is a hand-cranked show. Nothing's plugged in here. It's all battery. (laughs) Uh, Sorry about that. Thank you so much, Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm uh, having a nice time today, just uh, walking around the Just Relapse area and taking it all in, seeing some friends, and, you know, it's a great time of year. feels good. It's a great time of year, of course. This is, I I think I probably botched your intro, so let me do it right now. This (laughs) is writer, comedian, actor, podcaster, incredible man. Mr. Mike Carozza. He just came off a successful run at JFL. Uh, a run. You took a lap around the performing area. Yes. And it was very successful. You didn't trip once? Not once. I was very, very, very surprised by that because, as you know, I'm very uh, so shocked. But, uh, yeah, had a, had a couple shows at the Cafe Cleopatra there for Figure It Out, my show where I riff with uh, comedians I booked on the show, and then... I've got one more show tomorrow night on Thursday at the Place des Halles outdoor stage. In but I hear it's going to be thunderstorming. <laughs> wow. Hey, look. Uh, let's get wet. Let's get nasty. Let's enjoy some comedy together. Am I right? Rain never sure. stopped me before. Let's get, wet. Let's, get na- let's get nasty. Let's, you know, we all live it every day. We dream it. We live it big. Oh, Mike, I feel so bad about botching that opening. That was messy. This is the radio, baby. This isn't, I, don't, I uh, don't know that you did. I didn't hear it. So, it's, you know, I, to me, I thought you did the perfect good. thing. Wonderful. And maybe I'll edit out if I ever make this a podcast. And then the more I talk about it, the more I can't edit it out. Oh, boy. Look, I'm sweating like a pig. Mike, I don't have you for too much time. You're a busy man. I know okay. that. So I was wondering if you would help me with some advice questions. Okay, yeah, I'd love to. We get a lot of listeners who call in. They need help. So I'm going to read one or two letters, and you give me your thoughts, all right? I need your opinion here. Absolutely. You be as cruel as you want to be. You be as <laughs> kind as you... You let these You let these people have it if, you, if that's There's what... There's one thing I'm known for. It's my cruelty, Daniel. I mean, I can't hold back. That would just so be off-brand for me. Oh, my God. That, that <laughs> lizard tongue... No, I don't know. <laughs> Tried to snake. I don't know. Okay, so let's read a letter right here. This is so incredible. I'm so glad we're back helping people, advising. Um, this first letter is coming all the way from Scrunt Lake, which is incredible. We have a lot of Ooh. listeners in Scrunt Lake. Have you ever been? I've never been, but I hear it's beautiful. I've gotten a postcard or two from there. Um, the lake, 
It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. huge. The whole town is Scrunt Lake, basically. I know, it's incredible. Okay, so this is coming in from Samantha Bigbeard, and she says this. This is a real letter, so she says this. Are you ready, Mike? Yes, I'm ready. I'm listening. Dear Advice by the Fireplace, our next-door neighbor sold his house, and the new neighbors have turned the property into an eyesore. Their their three-acre lot looks like a dump now. They have piles of dirt, branches, and trash piled eight feet high in many places in their yard. There are broken vehicles, trailers, boats, etc. throughout the property. The previous neighbor had a well-kept yard, and we enjoyed our view for many years. I'm so sad I can no longer enjoy my view when I relax outside. I want to improve the existing fence that separates our properties, extending the property fence to block their unkempt yard. My husband says it would be unkind to do that to our new neighbors. What do you think? Love, Samantha Bigbeard. Wow. Wow. Wow was I right. realized that this was happening in Scrunt Lake, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, uh, you gotta, I know, it's gonna be tough to put up that fence underwater. Especially, yeah. But what do you I'll think? Say, well, my first inclination was to be like, well, that's not your property, uh, so who cares? That's not up to you. That's my first inclination, right? Mm-hmm. Just uh, looking onto somebody else's space and saying that looks bad to me. I don't care. That's uh, you know, that's a you problem, and it's it's an aesthetic thing. And as long as you're not hurting anybody, you know, I'm here to help her get out of the way. And this sounds like a get out of the way situation. Yes, you know? I, so, I I couldn't agree more. I I think personally. You know, I I think if it's really, really having an impact on on uh, Ms. Beard's uh, quality of life, uh, a conversation isn't out of the question. And I would say extend the fence if you really feel that way. But then you're going to be looking at a tall fence. Mm. That any better? That's very true. Oh, what uh, you like? You like picket? Is that what yeah. you want to look at, or do you want to see a boat? A broken vehicle, <laughs> maybe you know branches. This is nature in this other in this other lawn. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I well, I mean, they said they have like boat parts or something in that other spot. So you know, it, it's it's a twist on nature, at least. It's a twist. It's like Chubby Checkers, the twist, in a lot it, of ways. Exactly. It's a fun new dance craze. It's taking over. It's sweeping the nation. I couldn't agree more, though, in terms of personally. I mean, there can be some ugly... Look, nobody wants to see trash everywhere. I guess I understand that. But also, this is your neighbor's right to put whatever they want in their lawn. You know what I mean? Is it going to lower property value? I don't know. I'm not a real estate agent. But I am a human being. And you know what I like to do as a human being? Decorate. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I think, honestly... uh, What's this lady's name again? Samantha? Samantha. She, she could put up a fence if she wants to, but yeah. I do not think she should confront these people about their lawn. What do you think about that? I, you know what? I think that if it's gotten to a point where it is ruining Samantha's mental health to the degree where it's like, uh, you know, awful, you can have a conversation. Maybe your neighbor's going through it too. Maybe you uncover something that may, this isn't on purpose, this isn't a choice. 
You know, it, it is unkempt for another reason. You know, there's that. But if they, they've decided that that's what they want to do with their property and that's what it is, it's like, yeah, well, sorry, Samantha, you know, look the other side. You know, there's, there's, it's Scrunt Lake, for God's sake. It's beautiful everywhere. It's beautiful so everywhere side. in Scrunt Lake, especially this time of year. Especially this time of year. Have you seen the uh, uh, the way the sun hits the, the lake at, at sunset? Oh, it's gorgeous. Incredible. It's like that Manhattan henge. It happens twice a year, specific points in the year, yeah. where the sun hits it perfectly, and it looks like a, a mirror image perfectly uh, is superimposed on top of the lake and the sun, and it looks like they're meeting each other like two balls, <laughs> one on top of each other. Uh, Scrunt Lake this time of year. You don't want to miss it. You know, you're so you're such a poet. The way you describe, <laughs> uh, like two balls. I mean, it brings a tear to my eye when I hear this. <laughs> Unfortunately, Scrunt Lake does smell bad. It's a beautiful place. <laughs> it is. It reeks there, like eleven months out of the year. But I still but think this you should isn't visit. because of uh, Miss Bigbeard's neighbor, though. At least you know. It's true. No, she's. Um, this okay, is just look, a feature of the lake. Let me ask, just a quick, uh, just in case. What are, we, what are we thinking for fence? We're thinking white. We're thinking uh, one of those green chain link. What do you think? Uh, personally, I can't weigh in on this because I, I would require more information. I, I need to know what the house looks like. I need to understand. Because like, the fence isn't the star, right? You know, we got we to gotta make the fence work for the house. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Let me see if she sent in a picture of the house. No, no, just the letter. Just the letter, unfortunately. <laughs> but that's a very good point. Okay, so uh, you're right. It's I all context. On that, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, Samantha, I do think let bygones be by lawns. How about that? And that's the button we're putting on that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got another letter here, Mike. This one's a little bit Let's longer. I'm sorry, so you might have to... Uh, I hope you can hear me. This is written by Paula Wanacracker. Can I? <laughs> and okay, Paula Wanacracker. Paula Wanacracker. Uh, yes. Before you go into this really long letter, I just want to let you know something. Yes. I love listening. Oh, love that's listening. that's very kind not, of you. Yeah. Even that mess up before with the phones and the ringing and the mic—that wasn't fun. I, I was I was wrapped. You know, I was uh, I I couldn't I it's couldn't true. wait to find out what happened next. Was I gonna call you? Do you call me? It's true. It's suspense. It's like, is he having a breakdown live on air? Is he gonna get out of this? <laughs> it is suspenseful. It, it's usually an advice comedy show, but for a minute, it was a thriller. <laughs> it was. It was. Halle Berry starring in the in the film adaptation. Halle. We got her. We got her for the the straight to Netflix version. We're not. We're not aiming for the stars on the story, but you know, we got Halle. We got Halle, and there's word. Patrick Wilson's going to be in it. There'll be a Moonfall reunion. Wow. He's going to play me, I think. Wow. I hear Zachary Quinto's in one scene. Mm. <laughs> I say I hear like we're not attached to the project. Yeah, I was going to say. very much <laughs> You hear meaning you're dropping this exclusive <laughs> as a producer. Um, <laughs> so this See what is... happens when Just for Laughs is in town is we get, we get industry-heavy talk on the... Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I saw some showcases, by the way. Let's talk about it after the show. Okay. Um, oh, yes, please. <laughs> so this is coming in. This is written by Polly, Paula Wanacracker, coming in from Pomplamoose, yeah. Ontario. Oh, great spot. And she says this, Dear Dan Lila and guest. Oh, wow, look at mm. that. You get a shout-out. Wow. After having my first baby, I'm finding that when people that say they, quote, want to help, 
What they actually mean is they want to do things that make them feel helpful. Case in point, I'm a vegetarian and have been since long before meeting my in-laws. When my baby was born, my mother and sister-in-law both volunteered to bring meals to me and my husband on a rotating basis, for which we are very thankful. The first two meals they brought both featured meat, even though they know I'm a vegetarian. I thanked them, then reminded them, through my husband, that I am a vegetarian and hinted that we don't need any more food if they aren't comfortable cooking without meat. They waved this off and continued to bring meat dishes as recently as yesterday, and my mother-in-law said, quote, at least one of you will be fed. I guess she expects me to cook for myself and for the two of us to eat separate dishes for the f- next few nights. What's the correct response here? This was supposed to be helpful as I recover from my C-section, and instead, all it's doing is causing my blood pressure to spike. Help. Love. Paula Wanacracker from Pomplamoose, Ontario. Wow. Wow. Uh, this one actually makes me a little upset. Yeah. Um, I can't believe in this year, 2022, I mean, it's a long time to have been alive. We, you know, we've seen everything. In this year, mm-hmm. there, there are still vegetarians around. So I think that's insane, right? They, um, okay, I thought that was going to do better than it did. But uh, I think that... For me, I laughed. <laughs> oh, I couldn't hear you. You know what? It is? I, when I talk, I can't hear you. Mm. The music drops out. But um, I'll say this does upset me. Yeah. It upsets me. Um, you know, especially when you set a boundary. And, um, you know, over and over again, you're repeating yourself. And it's just not being respected to a degree that it's kind of like, it's willfully, um, it's kind of willfully ignoring that boundary that is so purposely set. And I think that that kind of disrespect after a couple of times, like it seems like it's had, Paul has dealt with it a couple of times. I do think that uh, some sort of retaliation is on order and whether that's purposely dropping the food on the floor in front of the mother-in-law or, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Telling the neighbor to come over at the exact same time and handing the food to them mm-hmm. and saying, here, I'm, I can't eat this. Yeah. Uh, despite it being most likely delicious, I'm not, a, you know, I'm a vegetarian. I'm not going to do this, you know. Absolutely. So, Maybe feed it to the dog. Take a picture. Send it to the hey, oh, Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Now, Say, now Rover we're loved it. Now we're cooking. Yeah. 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 So I, I think I think that. I, look, we, we all have had a degree of this kind of conversation with someone where we set a boundary and it is not it is dismissed. And I think that is, um, you know, it, depending on the degree of separation between the person and and who you, you're sending the boundary for, um, it, it's, you know, if it's like a new friend, you can kind of walk away from that. If mm. it's... If it's a, an old friend, you can rehabilitate that friendship to some degree if they're willing to listen or you have, you know. But when it comes to somebody who's kind of like a package deal, like a, an in-law, that's a little tougher to negotiate. And I'd say this would have to probably go on to uh, Paula's partner to discuss mm. with uh, their parents. Like, hey, Paula said it many times, no meat. And this is a nice gesture until you realize that it is somewhat empty and it's met when, with, you know, when, uh, when you're reminded that you're supposed to not cook with meat, you say, well, at least one of you is going to be fed, you know, well, at least one of us isn't going to square up with you in the parking lot right now. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just had a C-section, but that didn't, you know, they didn't C-section my hands. Let's come catch them. Mm-hmm. You know? So. C-section, I, see, see this fist. Section out right. uh, your your face. Yeah, yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. See this fist and section your face. Pup, 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 pregnancy's <laughs> over now and punches begin. So what do you think it is? Do you think it's, if you're going to put yourself in the mother slash sister-in-law's perspective, is yeah. it malice? Is it uh, goofiness? Is it just uh, they're in their own little worlds? Or do they, are they, is this a, is this a sign of disrespect actively? I, I think it's actively a sign of disrespect in, and in, in at least subconsciously dis- disrespect, but at the very least it's a matter of control. Like, it, you know, subconsciously at the very least it's a control thing. There's no doubt about it. Mm. Um, and and so when when a boundary is, is issued repeatedly and it's ignored to this degree, it, it's hard, you know, to not take that in a personal way. Yeah. Um, and so I, I would I would definitely say like, hey, knock it off. <laughs> knock it off. You know what, parents. Knock it up. You'd, you'd invite them in the room, mother-in-law, sister-in-law, have a seat. Do you want anything? Some lemonade? And they say, no, we're fine. And they say, okay, look, knock it off. Knock it off. Knock it off. And then they say, excuse Maybe me, and you say, milk? now now walk milk? it off. They look delicious. Maybe get some tempeh instead, you know? Exactly. How about, how how about, about instead of uh, instead of meat, you get to grab some of the tofu. Tofu. You know? Ever heard of it? Yeah, ever heard of portobello mushrooms? They're thick like friggin' meat cuts over here. Uh, TVP, give it a try. Okay. Yes. Beyond and meat? Is that beyond your comprehension, mama-in-law? Snap, 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 snap. Poetry slam, baby. Poetry slam. Here's the other thing that I'm going to say, and this might be crazy, okay? This might be wild, but... I love it. This... I don't even think you go to the husband at this point. This is you. This is your family. Family's family. I think you call them up. You go to their, I mean, C-section, I guess you got to call them right. up. I was going to say you go to their house, but you're probably trying to take it easy. You say, what? A little bit of recovery time. I think, look, I'm, I'm not a big confrontation guy, but I think you walk up to them, you poke them in the shoulder, and you get right in their face, and you say, hey, what's the deal? You know I'm a vegetarian. You don't, you, you don't care? And then yeah. you just you just wait there. I want an answer, you know? I said, what do you think it is? Is it this? Is it that? I say, find out. Find out, Paula. So what I'm thinking is, you're, you're correct, I agree, but I also want to say that there is a very high likelihood that the partner has had this kind of interaction with the parents before. Mm. You know, the mom and, you know, that dynamic, it's a whole thing. And I would say, personally, I don't think that... Paul is going to be taken seriously if she reiterates that boundary again. Right. Now, I don't think that even with a confrontation, that's going to be taken seriously. It's been very clear. And so to have the, the, the husband not say anything, you know, if it comes from him, a mom's going to be like, well, this sounds serious. Mm. I guess I don't want to damage my relationship with my boy. Right. But I'm okay with damaging my relationship with the, the boy who stole him away from, the, 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 you know, the girl yeah. who stole him away, you know, exactly. uh, out there. She, she, she's not good enough yeah. for my boy anyway. That's probably what she's saying. Yeah, and she's like, well, she gave me a grandbaby. God, God bless. God bless the grandbaby. But you know what? Grandbaby's going to eat meat. I tell you that much. 
last thing, do you think the husband here is maybe on team mom and not team wife? Do you think she's like, I like them to keep it, keep it coming. Look, the wifey's vegetarian. Me, I want a steak, you know? I want that pork. Keep on going. Maybe, maybe there's a, a traitor in the midst. You know what? And if that's the case, then that's we got bigger fish <laughs> fry. We got okay. bigger veggie fillet of fish. Yeah, to fry. we have we have bigger veggie burgers to put on the Barbie shrimp. <laughs> Barbie, what am I doing? I don't know. Look, <laughs> this is so nice. I think this is it for now. We I have another question, but it's also very long, and I got to let you go in a few minutes. But uh, okay, I do want to say. Uh, thank you so much for calling. We still have two minutes, so is there anything you... Look, I'm putting you on the spot here, but before we go, I'm curious. Is there anything you need help with? Sometimes we li- I like to ask my guests, do you need any advice? We love to give, but we also take. Anything you're dealing with, uh, a nosy neighbor... Maybe your mother-in-law is trying to get you to eat meat. Oh, no, those are the two questions we had today. Mm-hmm. But is there... Uh, you know what? I would say, do you have any advice on uh, getting me an agent out here? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I do. Oh. It's hard. <laughs> it's tough, baby. I know. So you're going... Are you taking meetings? I uh, Well, I'm open to taking meetings. I'm taking, taking meetings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking to those meetings if the the meetings are hey if they're up for grabs I'm taking them. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of listeners who are uh agents. So Yes, I I know that. That's a that's for sure. So I I've uh, I've listened to this in a room full of agents before and been like, "Love me." <laughs> and then Actually, we're say, in the room right now. I should talk to them. You should. Is there anything uh, you want to say to them? Like, you know what? You know what? I say take 20 seconds, pitch yourself. Why mm. Why do they take you on as a client, Mike? Why, why? Okay, well, I'm a fun, silly boy. I'm reliably silly and goofy in a fun time. I'm knowledgeable, and I'm good at punching things up. I got fun in my bones and in my pockets, and I love you. And that's, you know, seconds to spare, I'll tell you. <laughs> You know what? Every single thing you said was correct, including telling your <laughs> telling your hope, hopeful agent, "I love you." I think that's a great move. I'm smart. Oh, yeah. I I'm mean, strong. I work hard. Also, know. I love you, so that's good. <laughs> oh my god! And Mike. that's right away. I want you to know. I want you to know. If we're starting something, I am in it, mm. and I love you. <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously, get my foot in the door. I'll make us a lot of money. How about that? All right. Absolutely. And like I, let me just repeat, a successful run at JFL this year. That's just for last for anyone who doesn't know. Your shows were incredible. I saw one of them. I couldn't see the other Thank one. You. I was I was having a spa day with a friend. Well, uh, you you came to a really good one. It was a really, really good one. Oh, it was an incredible I, I show. I would about either one. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really, really good one for both shows. I was really happy with them. Incredible. Well, Mike, is there anything you would like to plug? Uh, I know, sure, there's a lot of selling you, but da- damn right, sell away. When you got a hot product <laughs> like this, you go for it. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, anything coming up that you want yeah. the people to hear? Well, I'm at Mike Carroza, M I K E C A R R O Z Z A, on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm out here. I got one more show in the festival on the 28th, that being tomorrow, Thursday night, at the Zoo Fest outdoor stage in Place des Arts. 
And I'm going to be doing 20 minutes on that. And uh, you can come see me either do well or bomb in front of French children. I don't know what the show's going to be like. Mike, can I tell you something? <laughs> can I tell you something that might shock and amaze you? Yes. I am also on that show. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> I can't, and I'm glad to hear you say I have no idea what it's going to be because I completely agree. <laughs> is this going to be very strange? Probably. Yes, yes, it is. But I'm incredibly uh, I'm looking excited. forward to it, though. It's like uh, the first show since Saturday, and uh, oh, you know how it is when you go with a show without a while without a show, you Jones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You need your fix, baby. Yeah. Well, come to that. It's going to be in front of the mix bus. Yes. Is that where it's at? Which, I didn't know. That sounds right, right? I don't know. Maybe no, maybe we're not on the same show, but I'm in front of a mix bus. <laughs> I, um, I think so. I'll message you where I'm at. Yeah. Is it hosted by Coco Bellivo? Yes, yes, it is. Then it's the same one. Yes, I'm doing a high five in the studio by myself. I just, I accidentally slapped a stranger in the face right now, and I'm very bad about it. And I now was... you gotta run. Uh oh, he's chasing you. <laughs> Uh oh, I'm being, I'm gonna get murdered. Mike. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I love you to bits. I really love appreciate you, too, you being on the first one back. It was a mess up top, but yeah, look, I brought the right mm. man for the job. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm happy to do it, and I miss you, buddy. I'll see you tomorrow night. I miss you too. I will see you tomorrow night. Take care, my friend. Bye bye. Bye. That was Mike Carozza. Karotzi, as I call him. <laughs> Did I hang up? Is he still on the phone? I hope not. Because <laughs> I'm about to say some unkind... No, we have to go to a break. So let's go to a break right now. Uh, you are going to hear a few more ads, a few more promos, and we will be right back with one more little segment. CJLO 6090 Advice By the fireplace Our talks about movies Always start out with the best of intentions Opinions are shared Debates develop But then things get heated Words get said Friendships are tested Disagreements break out This is when the smackdown happens Join us for our next epic grudge match Sundays at 2pm Cinema Smackdown Right here on CJLO 1690 AM. After two years entirely online, guess what's back on the downtown campus of Concordia University? It's the Fantasia International Film Festival, North America's premier genre film festival. You can once again check out the best the world has to offer in person from July 14th to August 3rd, with CJLO DJs spinning live between films at the Hall Theatre every day of the festival. For more information on movies, tickets, and showtimes, check out FantasiaFestival.com. And be sure to listen to CJLO and check out CJLO.com for your chance to win tickets. This is all brought to you by CJLO 1690AM and the fine boys and ghouls at Fantasia. Are you looking for an alternative to FM radio playlists? 
then tune in to the World Beat News radio program right here on CJLO 1690 AM every Tuesday from noon to 1 p.m. to hear brand new World Beat music from mainly Canadian artists. Call or text at 848-7471. We're back. CJLO, 1690. Wasn't that fun with Mike Carrozza? An incredible comedian. And yes, I can't stop thinking about how much I botched that phone call. I don't know how many rings were online. I don't know how much silence was there. Oy, oy, oy. This is the first one back. I'm getting my radio legs. Which I think is a show that's playing here. Sunday nights, Radio Legs. They play songs all about running, walking, and shaving. The three things legs do. Okay, let's stop talking about legs. I'm excited to tell you this. I'm going on a date after the show. The heartbreak that I had in the first block. (laughs) I've moved on. Mike really helped me move on. Talking about it to you, the listeners, and then hearing my good friend Mike, you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready to go on another date. I'd love to go on a date, right? People go on dates. I want to go on a date with someone. A simple date with a cool lady. That's all I ask, you know? Why not? Maybe drinks, A delicious meal. Easy stuff. Nothing fancy, you know? Just a quick horseback ride. A helicopter tour of the city. You know, classic date stuff. We can go to a supermarket and let all the lobsters loose in the aisles. That's fun. Then we can steal a police car. Take it for a joyride. Push it off a bridge. Later... We can free solo up Tittleman's Rock or another cliff if you know of a good one. If we work up an appetite, well, we can swing by Uncle Nibley's Pork Grill on Advil Street for the best Cubanos in the city. Still hungry? Well, we'll follow it up with a side of mustard dumplings at La Carat. Mmm, delicious. Then back to my place for a little romance. I'll take off my giant floppy raincoat, slip into something a little more comfortable. My sleeker, sexier floppy raincoat. I'll light some candles, and then I'll light my curtains on fire. I hate those things. Gotta get rid of them. I'll pour us two tall glasses of delicious fennel wine. Put on some Garth Brooks on the old cassette player. And at that point, well, there's nothing left to do than to simply go to town on each other. And by go to town on each other, of course, I mean sit face to face with our noses touching, stare deep into each other's eyes in complete silence until daybreak. Then breakfast bright and early. 
with every single member of my extended family. They're all there. They'd like to meet you. You seem cool. (laughs) Somewhere towards the end of breakfast, I'll get down on one knee and I'll give you my great-grandmother's promise ring in front of everyone. Then finally, I'll give you a slow, wet, trembling kiss on the forehead. And of course, after that, I'll pay for your Uber home. Because I'm a gentleman. Just a nice, normal date. You know what I mean? That's all I ask. Shouldn't take more than a few hours. I think I have that tonight. (laughs) And I'm pretty excited for it. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'll let you know next episode. Listeners, guess what? You'll be the first to know. Wow. I just still can't believe I'm back in the studio. We're coming in for a close soon. We have a few minutes left. I just, it feels so good to be back. I forget how things work. So nice to see all the buttons in the studio. What's happened since we've been gone? Let's catch up before we go. March 2020 was the last time I was in here. We had guests Monica Hamburg and Peter J. Radomsky, two incredible guests. What a different time that was. I remember the last episode we recorded. I had just come from a film. (laughs) In the theaters. Wow, different. I remember I had just seen the Elizabeth man with Invisible Moss. Excuse me, sorry. I mean, of course... Uh, the Elizabeth Man with uh, Invisible Moss. That sounds wrong, too. I I, I get them confused. It's funny to think movie theaters shut down after that. (laughs) We've had a few movies come out since then, right? Theaters are still around. They're still kicking. We talk movies on the show. Did you see Dune? Oi. Do not, right? Dune. Mm. Do not like it. Do not like a dune. Apparently there's a second one coming out. I don't know. Nope, I'm out. I'm dune with the whole thing. You know. Uh, a lot of good movies. Did you watch those Oscars? Oh boy. Will Smith. Given. Given a real slap. I didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Can I be honest? I've always known he was a jerk. Okay. I've known this for years. I've been saying it for years that Will Smith has conceded not to trust him. You can tell with his movie choices, you know? All of his movies are about him. That's how you know he's a... He's a real selfish guy. All of his movies are me, me, me. Have you noticed this? I, Robot. I am Legend. Independence Day. Okay, maybe not, maybe not that one. But the the, the first two, I was I was getting somewhere. Hmm, maybe. Aladdin. Did you see that? Really? Uh, I I lie. Ally. Ally. Okay. I don't like him. I don't like him one bit. What else? Oh my God! The politics. Politics. 
I got a lot of poly ticks. All right, why are they sleeping with so many people, you know? Oh, we're all poly. It really ticks me off. A lot of things going on in the world. And, can I be honest? We got a lot of things coming up in the future, okay? We're coming in for the close here at Advice by the Fireplace. But I'm so excited to tell you we're going to be here every week from now on. For the foreseeable future, who knows? I mean, things can happen. I might get fired for that phone situation. <laughs> Whoops. I was so upset during the break. I, tr- I, I trashed this place. So they're not going to be happy with that either. I ripped the phone out, threw it at the wall. Ripped the wall out, threw it at the phone. But we are going to be here every Wednesday with new guests, new comedians calling on the phone. That was so nice to have Mike Carozza, but you know what? I, we might we might have a guest the entire time. Mike's a busy man. He only had he only had a little bit of time, and I was grateful for every second he gave me. But we might have we might have people calling in for an hour, and you know what? In a few weeks, we might have people in the studio again, baby. That's right. I say baby now. And you know what, baby? I can't wait for them to be in this studio. Because what am I doing here by myself? <laughs> that would never have happened with the phone thing. <laughs> Actually, sometimes I do like to call people once they're in front of me. And I say, hello, and then the voice on the phone goes, hello, a split second later. It's, it trips me out. But we have incredible people coming up. Look, I don't want to spoil who's on the show, but we've had some confirmations already. I know who's going to be on next week, and you don't want to miss it. Okay, this person... Let's just say, hmm, I don't want to give too much away, but let's just say our next guest next week, hmm, hosted The Tonight Show for two decades in Burbank. Let's just say he has a large car collection and an even bigger chin. That's right. Okay, Jay Leno's coming on the show. Okay, I, I did it. Jay Leno. I called him up. There was no answer. I left a message, though, and the message was very persuasive. I think he's going to be on. He hasn't, he hasn't messaged me back, but you should have heard this message. I said everything I said to you about the chin stuff and the car and how weird he was. I didn't mention that, but I think he likes that. It's important to rib other comedians, you know? When you get around a comedian, you you give them hell, you know? You punch them in the rib, not literally. With your words, you tell them they're ugly. They'll respect you. Not me, though. Only compliments for me. Please. Please. (laughs) So, folks, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for what's to come. And I want to thank you for listening. I have so many people to thank. Yes, I won an award. Sure. I'm holding... I'm holding my thermos. As if it's an Oscar. Oh boy, it's heavy. (laughs) Everyone says that. But I want to thank uh, Allison and Chris at CJLO for getting me this thing and for keeping it going. I want to thank Corey Gandal for his incredible theme music each and every week. That was not updated. You know what I thought? I thought I should update this show. 
But you know what doesn't need updating? That incredible theme song. So thank you, Corey. Love you. And I also want to thank each and every one of you for listening. If you've made it this far. If you're just stumbling on this. At 1690 AM. Pretty strange, eh? (laughs) We'll have uh, trance music in a few minutes. Don't you worry. But for now, I'm going to say thank you again. We are going to be back next week, 5 p.m., with more Dan Lila, more advice, more special guests. Let's be honest, more mistakes. I'm probably, look, I'm not above making mistakes. And by above, I mean smart enough not to. But what is life but mistakes? Mistakes we make together, mistakes we make on our own, and mistakes we make live on the radio. Damn. That's it for me. I'm going to go feed the meter, which is what I call my stomach. Mmm. Hungry. You know the game Hungry Hungry Hippos was based on me? It's not insulting, though. And I'll tell you why next week. Folks, it's been incredible. It's been incredible. And I can't wait to see you again. Same time, same place. We'll see you next time. I've been Dan Lila. So long, everybody. Caring is sharing. Your heart's desires in conversations by the fire with Dan Lila Karen. We'll see you.